Hello and welcome to the Independent Music Podcast, 10 of the best new songs every week, hosted by me, Anthony Chalmers, and me, Gareth May. strange opening track really it's the opening of the album itself it's a, a artist called fixity who's a it's sort of a jazz group from ireland that are led by a chap called dan walsh it, the track it's the opening track from their new record which is fixity three it's out on digital right now it's self-released available through bandcamp fixity.bandcamp.com and yeah they've um they've got a release on pink's recordings irish record label oh, who released you all down at raw power uh, oh, it's were they? By Albert. I, think, I fucking hope that's his name because I've met him a bunch of times now. And he was down at Royal Power, comes every year. Big Circle fan, nice man. Releasing yeah. the Jimmy Cake. Yeah, oh, yes, that was it. The Jimmy Cake who played Royal Power. They also released Magic Pockets, who we played here a few months ago. And yes, hello. Welcome to the Independent Music Podcast. It's uh, the usual 10 tracks every week, apart from the next two weeks because. Fair warning, we're going to be on holiday. Yeah, Gaz is enthusiastic here, and I'm I'm here grudgingly. Here, what? Here grudgingly. Gaz was like, we can't pizza. take three weeks off. I was like, oh, do we have to do another one? He's like, we're doing it. I was like, all right, fella, I'm yeah. in. Well, you're in. I had to bribe him with like four pizzas, of which he's eaten most of, <laughs> most of all by himself. So but here he is. Minimum chat. Get through this sh- quick as possible. Finish off the pizzas. Uh, Next, first song from me, Moon Duo have got an extended uh, edition of their new album, I don't know why, and it's got some bonus tracks on it, including one called Bopper's Hat, and I'm trying to play it because I thought it was a great title for a song. <laughs>
really enjoyed that. That's called Bopper's Hat. Don't know what the origin of that is, but it's sort of repetitive, psychedelic, groovy, droney goodness. Uh, that is the uh, the formula I'm just, of Moon Duo. I'm just looking here, like Occult Architecture Volume 1 came out at the start of this year. Really cracking record from Moon Duo. I just realised, looking on Spotify, they've got Occult Architecture Volume 2, as well as this expanded version of Killing Time. It's only June. Good effort, and I really like that artwork as well. I mean, look at the artwork and all these four records. Beautiful. Yeah, not too bad, is it? Not bad music in- enclosed yeah, within yeah, either. Good, good, good radio. Talk that's about it. the artwork. Well, that's yeah. what I'm specialising Moon Duo, our San Francisco duo, uh, sort of formed from uh, the band Wooden Ships and been around for, I was going to say, 10 years now and probably bigger than their origin band now, perhaps. And what, Wooden Shajips? You got it. There's a ships with a J in there somewhere, like a rogue letter. Like, do you think someone just like there was made already a, a band t- called Wooden Ships, and they got in trouble for calling the band Wooden Ships? They oh. called themselves Wooden Shijips. I, th- I thought it was just going to be like a typo, and they just left it. No, it was the classic change your name, or we're going to sue you. Oh, like the whole Death from Above 1964 thing. What but, was that about? Or was it 1969? Producer Mike, you know these things. 1979. Definitely, death from above, nineteen seventy nine, like a hundred percent. There we go. So, but <laughs> you, I, could have, you could have asked me. I know the answer. I don't that. know. I don't know the year. Oh, I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the year, but I do know the story. So, uh, death from above, nineteen seventy nine, were a band. Uh, well, still are a band, but they were called Death from Above, and um, the guy from LCD Sound System, whose name I've forgotten, James Murphy. James Murphy. He ran. He ran DFA Records, and I don't think he does run it anymore. But um, he did run it at this point, and DFA Records uh, sued Death from Above because DFA stood for Death from Above, and their logo was a lightning strike, which is actually copied from the film Apocalypse Now, anyway. So. Shut up. I would have sworn that Death From Above the band were going longer than the label. No, the label's been going for right. donkey's years. Um, so, yeah, so they um, so they sued, and there's a whole thread about it online, and all the letters that James Murphy wrote are online, and he is a complete penis. Um, he de- definitely doesn't come across well anyway, and he only had one good album anyway. Uh, not even that, if you ask me. Like, had ba- good... Barely a good song. Uh, Losing My Edge was cracking. Yeah, was cracking. Yeah, um, I, I like Daft Punk. Daft Punk is playing in my house. Yeah, it's pretty good. And that's it. The rest of it's rubbish. I've never got this love of LCD sound system. No, I just do not, not understand. Not got it. I, I could sort of hear producer Mike in the background grumbling. Honestly, I hear sounds like when I'm walking through the street, like coming from building sites that I think are better than LCD sound system. I, I've got like recollections of us having this exact conversation on an earlier podcast. And like, because then I go, that North American scum is... You know, it's threatening uh, in term in the worst song ever. Stakes, it's threatening who let the dogs out. In my <laughs> eyes, it is, nothing is threatening who let the dogs out. It's threatening. <laughs> How it. is it now? It's way up there in terms of worst songs ever, and people like it. I just do not understand it. If someone can explain to me, facebook.com forward slash independent music podcast. How that is not complete garbage. Please do, and, and I'm like, I, I'm quite a nice liberal, like. Anything goes. Music is subjective. You can like what you like. That's fine because it's all about what you like. It doesn't really matter what anyone else thinks. But that song is objectively garbage. And it's objectively garbage. It's just genuinely terrible. And yeah, so... So what about music that isn't objectively terrible? 
<laughs> so that's an interesting uh, segue. We were talking, so Moon Duo from San Francisco, whilst the track was playing, we were talking about uh, Castleface Records, the record label John Dwyer from the OCs. And that, and so then I thought, I've got this whole list of tracks with me. And one of them is Garagey Goodness. That reminds me of the OCs. It's by a band um, called Dusty Mush. <laughs> I love that. I love that name, even though it's terrible. Uh, objectively terrible. Uh, they've got a debut album that's out through two record labels, one in from France called Howlin' Banana and one from the UK called Stolen Bodies. They're from Bristol. And yeah, this is from their debut LP. It's called Couch Potato. I'm not 100% not 100 sure why I played that track because it's, it's great but it's sort of like a bit of a not fill it sort of a segue track between two proper garage rocky tracks so it's a bit weird of one to choose but it is a fantastic record it's Dusty Mush the album's called Cheap Entertainment and that track was called Couch Potato which was literally what Ant- Anthony was doing before we play what I want to be doing right now yeah that's it he is a couch potato that and I do mean the word literally literally in there as well but and we ne- found out that producer Mike's a big LCD sound system fan as well yeah we uh so. yes uh, he has left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good effort he uh, plugged in the microphones correctly and showed us how to use a garage band better and now he's been ejected <laughs> but I think you'll find it was uh, by mutual consent <laughs> 
that uh, yeah, what is there? Irreconcilable differences, <laughs> if I can actually say the words, which I can't, uh, was what it was. I'm going to play you um, uh, a track from Jazz Refreshed uh, label. They're called Maisha, sort of a collection of uh, London uh, sort of jazzers. It's like a sort of... Uh... <laughs> jazzers. Yeah. I, I didn't know that was a word you said in public. Jazzers is definitely a word. <laughs> jazzers. <laughs> Uh, and uh, yes, this track is called Africa, and the track, the album is called Welcome to a New Welcome. It's from uh, it's from a year or two ago, but new to my ears, and thought we'd give it a play here.
absolutely brilliant sounds of Maisha. Track's called Africa. That's recorded live at the Royal Albert uh, Pub in Newcross, a pub that me and Gareth have frequented several times and drunk many beers. What, the Royal Albert? Yeah, that's where. Remember where you went home and listening to some Afro disco on on the bus? You punched the bus ceiling by accident and cut your hand. Uh, I, I'm not sure it was by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally worth it. Yeah, that was a uh, quite a deep cut. I think I've actually still got a scar two it's years later. I got so drunk by nine o'clock that I had to go home and woke up with no memory, and then realised I left at nine fifteen. Yeah, we were drinking with uh, Doug from Finders Keepers Records. Indeed, nice name drop for anyone who likes Finders Keepers Records. There, fantastic record label. Very nice man. Yes, uh, <laughs> a good beer is at the Royal Albert as well. I didn't know they put on shows there. Uh, yeah, they do. Um, uh, jazz refreshed and what's it called? A Good Evening is like their jazz night. We, me and Kitty went there on a, one of the nights, whatever night they do it. Very nice. Very <laughs> it, good It info. was fine. It wasn't as good as that. Yeah, so if, you're, yeah, if, if you are not from London but want to visit that place, come to London on one of the nights that they do it. <laughs> New Cross Gate <laughs> Station, uh, New Cross Station or Deptford. Cool. Uh, going quite close to that, I've got something from Uganda. This is a record... Quite close to the Royal Albert. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> it's, a bit, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a journey. <laughs> it's a cheeky kibu. <laughs> uh, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, I introduced uh, Nyege Nyege tapes. And almost immediately after I'd played that track, they released this cracking compilation that's out on cassette uh, this week, in fact. I'm going to just play the track that's been released on it so far. It's by a guy called Gwax, and it's called Baba Animata Natafufa Kiki. Eskide 
in that song between just generally being a good song. Yeah, I'm not sure what that ending was all about. Uh, but it's uh, Boax featuring Eskid, uh, Baba, Anamata, Natafuti, Kiki. It's taken from a cassette called Sounds of Siso out right... Oh, out, yes, just now on Nyege Nyege Tapes, Ugandan record label. A little bit of background on that. Siso is referring to a studio in Dar es Salaam uh, over in uh, East Africa. And yeah, it, essentially it's just a musical, this compilation is a musical scene coming out of that studio broadly, uh, but also from a couple of other places. And yeah, it just sounds nice. mind-blowing. Yeah, sounds sounds pretty bonkers. Can't say that I have too many records from Uganda, so definitely got me one to... Yeah, I wonder if it's sort of, they're not quite piggybacking, but uh, the whole Guam O scene out of South Africa, how that's sort of taken over in the last probably like last yeah, year or year that before. Sort of that, that connection. So more people are sort of honing in on those small African scenes and bringing them to a Western audience. Nice. Well, something completely different. Uh, next uh, next one from me is by Marika Hackman. It's new out on Sub Pop. Um, a track is called uh, Boyfriend and her new album is called I'm Not Your Man. <laughs>
Sounds of Marika Hackman. Uh, that's her new song, Boyfriend. I think she used to be a bit more folky than that, and I wasn't really a big fan. But I heard that one, and I was like, yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah, she's uh, really interesting. That's all I've got. <laughs> yeah, I've got, I've got no background. No, yeah, it was... Uh, On Sub Pop Records. Not someone I'd actually heard of before. Oh, right. She's done a good few albums now. I think she maybe she was on Communion. That could be wrong. No, really like the cover. It's, I don't know if that's her, presumably. That is, is. her, yeah. Yeah, just like on sort of a drawn background. It's uh, Is she eating something out of a polystyrene tray? It is. It looks like potato wedges. All right. What so do you think? Garlic bread? Culinary corner <laughs> two weeks in a row. <laughs> uh, I really... So one thing that some people know about me but others don't is that I really hate polystyrene. The sound, isn't it? Everything. Lit- like, like, I'm a man... I, I can't I, recycle it, right? Well, can you? Is it recyclable? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, you can essentially just break it up and reuse it pretty much. So, yeah, I guess so. That is the definition of recycling, <laughs> isn't it? So, yeah, you can. But, no, it's just everything about it. It's a real contradiction because I love, love new technology. I've got a real sort of man crush on technology. Uh, but, obviously, a lot of technology comes in polystyrene, so then I can't access it. So, it's, <laughs> it is... so you don't like how it feels and you don't like how it sounds. It feels, sounds, looks anything hate it hate everything about it it's one of those ones you know like the sort of the scratching of nails on a blackboard which i've got no problem with um, but people really hate that sort of thing polystyrene mate so getting so when like when a new computer console comes out you've got a real dilemma well fortunately most of those come in uh like sort of cardboardy sort of like egg cartony sort of packaging now certainly playstations do which is my console of choice independent music podcast sponsored by playstation <laughs> Not this week. Maybe, though. Play, do you want to give us money? Anyone from Sony, if you want to give us money. You know, it doesn't have to be the PlayStation. We'll, we'll endorse you. I, we, I need a new console. I've still got an Xbox 360. Well, strangely, like, when we play the podcast... When we play... When we record the podcast, we often play Pro Evolution Soccer 2017 on the PS4. It, the graphics are just outstanding and just the gameplay... <laughs> right, yeah, enough. <laughs> and that's that. I'm going to play a track from... An artist, I was going to say one of my favourite artists, I don't think that's quite strictly true, but one I have a certain soft spot for, it's a Stand High Patrol. Uh, they are a group from France, uh, vocals by a chap called Papa Jim. One who... of the few artists that we've travelled to another city to go and see. Mm, absolutely. Well, that was actually Stand High Patrol that we went to see as well. That's what I said. Yeah, I thought you were actually just referring to Papa Jim. No. Because we were big Papa Jim fans before Stand High Patrol, they, he's guested on loads of old, great digidub records from what about seven eight years five six seven years ago something like that but the stand high patrol band has changed quite drastically their first album was very dubby very digital sort of focused their second one was a bit well the second album is amazing yeah it's but it's a bit sort of genre wise quite all, all over the place because it's quite heavily influenced by like jazz and dub and it's uh, that sort of area and this record has moved, still has lots of dub in it, but is way more on sort of the jazzy hip-hop side of things than anything else. It's self-released from them. It's uh, The album is called The Shift, and this is the title track from it. It's called The Shift. Financial transactions are run by algorithms. No, no, I didn't know that. 
know that a governmental narrative science invented quill. A robot writer killing the poetry, forces and rhythm with that shit. I'm pessimistic, I don't want my lyrics to be written from statistics. Artificial intelligence is growing fast. Google card was better than me and you. Chess match, I'm beaten by deep blue. It's cell phone a part of human body? We rely on a battery, smartphones replacing doctors. Diagnosis done by computers. They said cities are going to be smart, but everything just falls apart. Machines control the building, hypnotize our children. That doesn't look like heaven. We need to be driven. Prehistory, then history. I know, in what pay of our way? Prehistory, then history. I know, in what pay of our way? The shift. Tipping point. The shift. The tipping point. For me and dead due to air pollution. Alarming observation. We need to add up the city. They should declare a state of emergency. There is another option. We need serious adaptation. Climatic refugees will free everywhere. But they just don't care. We need to change the courses Everything is clear But it just don't care Prehistory, then history I know, in what period are we? Prehistory, then history I know, in what period are we? The shift The tipping point The shift The tipping point Song in 2050 or later. I want to apologize. We just fucked it up. The Shift from Stand High Patrol, taken from their album of the same name. Love Stand High Patrol, just the most inventive, brilliant and varied uh, group on the sort of dub reggae scene. Certainly, certainly pushing some boundaries of some sort. But there, yeah, I urge you to, if you enjoyed that, I urge you to go check out their other records as well. Uh, Midnight Walkers was their first and uh, uh, something of scale. Uh, Matter of Scale? Matter of Scale. Matter of Scale was their second one. And what I love about The Shift, the new one, is that it's a bit tighter. There's only 10 tracks. The other two two albums are 13 tracks. And there's a bit in there where you think, oh, this is a bit filler. But The Shift is all killer, no filler on that. It is 
a fantastic record. Certainly one of my favorite. So certainly one of my favorite dub records of the year. And there's been some killer ones. But it's also um a little bit in terms of them pushing boundaries. It's part of a emerging sort of genre of dub, which is very heavily influenced by jazz. There was an artist on Steppers Records, Aketi Ray, who released, who have got a new album coming, have got their first album coming out in a few months, a London sort of dub jazz group. And yeah, their first single on Steppers was fantastic. So good stuff. Nice. I want to play you a song from a sort of a legendary band that I just don't know that well. They're Coil. Coil uh, came out of a throbbing gristle. Uh, might have even actually started going Gristle was still going, but I think it started afterwards by a sleazy uh, Peter, uh, what's it, Peter Christopherson. Um, he, him and John Balance uh, were the band Coil, and they're a, they're a band that people feel extremely strongly about, like, you know, uh, throwing Gristle the same, like proper fanatical fans. And for some people whose taste in music I respect, for example, The Quietus, they're one of the, just one of the great bands of all time. But I just don't know the music that well, if I'll be fair. So I was looking on The Quietus today, uh, looking for some inspiration for new things for the podcast. And I saw that they had a Coil track that's being released um, on record for the first time. It's being released on Optimo Music uh, for charity. And uh, and so I thought, you know, let's do it. So it's a remix of their track Cold Cell, and it's called A Cold Cell in Bangkok. And it's you know, raising money for Safe Child Thailand, because uh, Sleazy, he spent uh, the latter part of his life uh, living there.
Anthony, I can definitely tell why people love Coil. I'm with you. I've it's a name I knew, but I'd never really investigated at any point. Yeah, exactly. Someone I intend to get my ears into. Yeah, well, this reissue gives us the opportunity to do so, doesn't yeah, it? Optimo uh, and JD Twitch, and they've been releasing fantastic stuff on the label recently. Yeah, they did that Dennis Bovell reissue and of Heaven, which is absolute killer track. Like, Thunderer, we yeah, played on the podcast. Absolutely, I love Dennis Bovell. Love that he's getting a big, a big mm-hmm. um, sort of reemergence over the last few years. Interesting fact about Dennis Bovell: he's got the hairiest ears I've ever seen. Like on the outside. It's it's bizarre. Isn't he bald? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, but no, really fuzzy ears. There's something I loved. So when I was a kid, I grew up uh, reading the Beano. And the, one of the jokes in the Beano that still makes me laugh to this day was, well, I think it was Minnie the Minx or someone like that. Uh, for our non-UK listeners, the Beano is a classic children's comic uh, that ran for many years uh, but there's many the minx points at this guy who's bald but has like sort of hair around where the ears are and goes oh is that man grown through his hair <laughs> and i love that that still makes me laugh I, I love that idea uh, just like yeah he's got so Dennis bovell obviously has a hairline but in his ears <laughs> mostly and he's just grown. i mean he's not a really tall man but uh you know he's just grown through it seems but yeah, that's it. That's that. Thanks, Bino. Yeah, that's uh, interesting. Uh, last song from me. Uh, this is a band. I this is from a record that came out a few months back now, but it's a band I only discovered the other day. It's one called Dorsha. They're a, a five piece from Birmingham. Uh, Birmingham has had some phenomenal electronic musicians over the past couple of decades, the past twenty years, most notably Broadcast. Broadcast absolute uh, trailblazers in terms of like down tempo electronic music, I would say, for, with a sort of pop electro bent to it. Um, but yeah, they Birmingham also has you know Pram, who are phenomenal. If you don't know Pram, please go and check them out. And then there's other people influenced, you know, people like Grandmaster Gareth and people like that. So Dorsha are from that same scene. Uh, this is an EP they released through Bandcamp uh, back a couple of months back. Uh, the EP is called Ism, and this track is called Two Steps.
wonderful band i think uh, dorsha they're from birmingham that track is called two steps it's taken from ism ep available from their bandcamp dorsha.bandcamp.com and yeah they released their record last year hopefully another one on its way this year i will certainly be up towards the front of the queue listening to that Cool. Well, thank you very much for tuning in to this week's podcast. This is going to be our last podcast for a couple of weeks as we're both on holiday. So I hope you'll be okay without us. Don't worry. We will be back. There will be more. Yeah, there will probably be nothing for two weeks. I don't know if we might find some repeats or something else to put in there. But if there's nothing, don't worry. So a couple of weeks back, I had my festival, Raw Power. And one of the acts who were great was this one. Yeah, I was just going to say uh, thank you to producer Mike, who's been with us for two weeks, and we didn't actually thank him in the show last week. We gave him several shout-outs. Yeah, we did. We do want to say thanks, because he has, as you can hear, helped sort our stuff out, and it will only get better with him on board, despite his dislike of reggae and dub and his overriding love of LCD sound system. Two positions that play a bit direct <laughs> are, contrast to me and you. are inexcusable. Yeah. Yeah, so a band who was fantastic was Sly and the Family Joan and Dead Neanderthals. Two great bands um, who decided to come together and do collaboration. Wonderful. Two, drum, wonderful. two drums, two saxophones, and electronics. 
It was a wonderful, wonderful show. Like there were two highlights of like big highlights of Raw Power. One was Kujaku, probably the best new band in the world, and yeah, this Sly and the Family Drone and Dead Neanderthals collaboration. So it's released on Hominid Sounds, a record label that we are featuring more and more often here on the show. There's something, sorry to interrupt again, but at Raw Power, the first three records I bought from merch all happened to be on Hominid Sounds. It, that was not deliberate. Uh, the other ones were Cattle and Casual Nun. Oh, yeah, exactly. Those are, yeah, awesome. That Cattle record is I love sublime. the bass player, man. He's fucking killer. Yeah, the live, they were so much better than on record, and that record is brilliant. Cool. So anyway, so I'm going to leave you this. We're starting a family journey, Dead Neanderthals, and it is called Ghoul Whispers, I believe. That's the name of the track. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for listening. <laughs>